the Inspired Incompetence Podcast, now with real sound. How's everybody doing today? Yes, real sound. (laughs) You fucking feel that sound? I don't want to spoil anything, but if you've seen Police, we got that guy. So, yeah, let's get, let's uh, bring this energy down real quick. Um, When last we left off, um, we lost our, our most, our favorite, most bestest boy, Yando. Uh, Too soon. We don't need to talk about this. Yeah. How could you do that to us? It wasn't enough that I gave you a sacrificial lamb. You still had to take Yando. Yeah. Why did you hate Yando so much? I think that, I think the audience would like to hear an explanation. I don't think I'm emotionally equipped to get grilled like this about Yando's death. Um, you should have thought about that before you did the crime. Yeah, well, yeah, you know what? Uh, surprise rounds and attacks of opportunity. Uh, I didn't. I didn't write the rule book. Look, just, just between you and me, did you just not like being a player anymore? Is that what happened? I, it was just too much for you. So we're we um, are sticking with Yando is dead. We're not gonna um, just do like a just JK. A, he wakes up. All right. Well, hey, hey, uh, you know, Nick's Nick's uh, throwing around the didn't you like Yando baton? Uh, you know, you I think you guys have enough money to pay for uh, for a resurrection. So how much do you guys like Dude, Yando? I, I think we should. Yando, are you kidding me? That's amazing. I think we should bring him back just to punish Alex, so he has to keep <laughs> playing with us. <laughs> uh, nothing would make me happier. If you kill him a second time, though, I might come over there and punch you. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine? Hey, you, sh- you should also resurrect, uh, what's his name? Uh, Raladin. Uh, he already uh, tried so to kill us uh, once. Uh, yeah. Well, that way, like, Yando has his own sacrificial lamb. So you got, yeah. like, a double double barrier. That didn't help him last time. I mean. Well, it helped you guys last time. You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh. Maybe we don't resurrect him, and Uhtred lets a certain uh, Nine Eves lord know, and I don't know. Maybe cool things could be done. Yo, there's no way. room at Randolph's mind. You can't join. <laughs> we can cram another you're one in there. <laughs> the lies, you're getting a roommate. <laughs> Move the pool table. Um, Yeah, so I guess let's unpause the game and... Uh, like Uhtred and Vipira are still on that treadmill. What do you guys do? Uh, Rogiar is still like on the ground. Like he literally floated down. He's just lying on the ground, like panting. Like, he he's still not quite sure what just happened. He just knows that he's fucking exhausted. Yeah. Well, Uhtred will climb up out of that air, like lower area where the treadmill is. He he'll uh, he's gonna go over to like. The mess on the floor, I, I assume from that air blast or that cold blast. Like are Yando and Raladin just gone? Like like acid ate them into nothing. So right now the pool is basically it would be full of this like inert jelly-like substance from the corpse of the ooze, but then that substance has kind of been like flash frozen. So you're like looking in this vat of like. Like frozen peanut butter, kind of. So that's what happened to Yando, huh? Frozen peanut butter. That's the line you're, uh, you're giving us now. Unbelievable. I mean, I, I guess uh, I guess is more looking for like, like uh, you you know he must be down him. there. Yeah, I, I, he wouldn't stop until he at least finds 
like something of Yando. Whether it, yeah. even if it's not like a body part, like maybe like a clothing or like his bow. I can't bury nothing. Yeah, I, I'd say the uh, like the frozen substance is probably like very brittle and like it's not just like a like a like a tub of ice. So like you could get down there and search, and yeah, you would find uh, what by now is almost an unrecognizable corpse of Yando after like being down there and like just like I mean you saw how. Uh, how debilitating the acid was from this thing, uh, and after after Yando died, he just con- his body continued to just be completely enveloped by this acidic ooze. So his his skin is like like almost completely burned off. You 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 recognize him, but only barely. Okay, um, I'm gonna get him out of there. Are there? I roll a perception check to look for like towels or like a, a cloth or like anything I could maybe cover his body with. Sure. Yeah, give me a perception check. Twenty-three. Yeah, you find you find uh plenty of rags. Uh I mean this is a warehouse that produces ink. Yeah, what's everybody else doing while Uhtred is looking around for a rag? Uh trying to heal <laughs> our friend. Trying to heal Yando? Yeah, but I'm Obviously not succeeding. He's super dead. Yeah. But uh, me and Elias are looking at the body like, oh shit, this is bad, real bad. Um, Rogar's gonna go around and uh, especially check that that door to the southeast and just like those sliding doors, just to see if we attracted any unwanted attention because we just kind of made a lot of noise. Okay. Uh, so you're going to this door to the southeast, and what other doors? Like those two sliding doors to the to the west, just to make uh, sure there's nobody like coming at us. Looking at them, uh, you can see that they're not like sealed shut. They are largely uh, like open, and you could look down past them. So you can just see that the area to the west beyond the sliding doors is just kind of more warehouse. Uh, you can see a giant, like, circular grate on the floor in the southern air, a southern section of the, uh, the area to the west, but without going in there, you can't really figure out more than that. Right. Uh, give me a perception check, though. Uh, does a 30 hit you? Um, when you, uh, step next to the southeastern door... Uh, outside of which you remember were those two Otugs. Um You can hear uh, kind of a distant and muffled uh, shout for help. It sounds like uh, like a female voice, and beneath the shouts for help, you can you can hear like like growls and like I don't know, like maybe something trying to like break down a door or like get past a barrier of some kind. Like uh, how. F- far away does that sound does it sound like it's like in the yard there or is it like down the street it sounds like it's maybe like 50 feet away like it could be coming from the storefront or it could be coming from that other building to the southeast that you didn't go in alright um well yeah Rogar wants to I guess like fly out the door we came in uh-huh. and just kind of like fly up to get a view of 
what's going on. And okay. like on his way out, he'll just like he'll turn to the to everyone else and be like, guys, quiet. I think there's someone else coming. I'm going to go check it out. Okay. Uh, by now, uh, Uhtred, you would have found that rag. Uh, what are you doing with it? Well, I was looking for like maybe a few rags or like a large large cloth to kind of like cover his body. Oh, yeah. Uh, if that's what you're looking for, you would have found that. Okay. So I use a couple rags to like clean off whatever like residual acid goop ooze shit is still on them. Okay. And then uh, I'll use the remaining ones to just like cover his body. I mean, we're not. I don't want to drag his body around the rest of this place. And fuck, Yando doesn't deserve to be laid out like that. Right. Okay. Yeah. The uh, whole time you're doing that, uh, I'm telling you that I can fix him. And then, uh, when... Uhtred doesn't even like argue with Randolph. He just lets him try. Yeah. But it, it becomes burn more any... desperate when I. Uh... You gonna burn any spells trying to uh, fix Yando? No, it's more like I can fix him, and then part of his, you know, like a finger comes off. Oh, 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 put that back. Yeah. Oh, God, that's so fucking sad. Vipira, what are you doing? Vipira's more in shock than anything. Like, uh, uh, what's our move here? Because we can't just, we can't just be here anymore, right? We got to get out of here. What? Are you having this whole like yeah, crisis down just, in the on the treadmill? That's kind of a, exactly what's happening. Like she's kind of like looking around, trying to figure out, you know, what what everybody else is doing, and seeing everybody spread out is not helping her uh, mentally. She she's just more along the lines of like, what what's the game plan here? Okay. Uh, so Rogiar, you fly out from the n- northeastern door, and you uh, you fly up, and uh, your dwarven eyes see to the south that those two Otiugs, uh they seem to be trying to get into that building to the southeast. There's a there's a door uh, on the western end of that building, and they're just trying to like like elbow past each other, and like the doors close, and it's clearly like like they don't really have. They don't got thumbs or, or or anything, so they're like trying to like like basically just bash the door down. And through some like open windows, you can hear uh, a woman shouting, "Please, is anyone there? Please, someone help me!" Oh, how's the how do these the Otugs like? How are they acting? Are they acting like they're aggressive or are they acting like they're scared? They look like they're trying to like get at whoever's shouting, like. Like, okay, like so aggressively. They're being yeah, aggressive. Like, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Rogar f- will fly back into the room. He flies in and he, I imagine he gets like a glimpse at, at Yando's just acid scarred corpse as Rogar, or as Uhtred's like just pulling that sheet over him. And like Rogar is like, I, I really don't want to do this, but. Uh, guys, I I hate to be the bearer of more bad news, but it sounds like there's a it sounds like there's a woman in one of the other buildings and she's calling for help, and it looks like those those two creatures that I told you about before are trying to get at her. 
I'm not really feeling terribly sympathetic towards anyone in this place, but, you know, she might have information that we need, and it's not anything uh, we can get if she's dead, too. I'm just about to make a breakthrough on this Yendo. Another piece of him falls <laughs> off. Yeah. I think you're right, Rogar. Somebody needs to pay for this. Vipira, get up here. I've got some misplaced aggression for you. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to pay for this. Where's Vipira? <laughs> oh, man. We have work to do, Vipira. Come on. <sighs> Vipira goes invisible and... Uh... Vipira bannes you all. Does, does she <laughs> acknowledge me back? Oh, yeah. She goes... Oh, well. oh, yeah. She, she, you hear her kind of like hop up and give a grunt. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, you go invisible and then don't respond. Uchid's going to be like, <laughs> come on, let's go. <laughs> we fight this fight and then we need to figure out a game plan here. We just can't run into things like this. As uh, as you guys are gearing to head out, uh, Randolph says, yeah, yeah, you guys go on ahead. Uh, I- I'm here just in case he wakes up. It looks like he's coming to now. Randolph, his now! Head, his head falls off his shoulders. Oh, my oh, God. <laughs> fine. <laughs> all right, so before anybody exits the building with their tokens, uh, let's all get initiative rolls going. Rogar. 18. Uhtred. 28. Randolph. 23. Vipera. Nine. Okay. So I'm going to give you guys a surprise round. That begins when the first person opens the door. All right. Before Uhtred opens the door, he's going to cast a spell. Um, Actually, I'm going to give you a surprise round that starts right now. <laughs> All right. You sure about that? Yeah. I like the better the uh, other way. So up first is Uhtred. I'm going to cast a chill touch spell. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can you take a swift action during a surprise round? I know it's... Okay, so then I'm going to also use a swift action to um, use an arcana point to give my scimitar keen. Okay. Uh, next is Randolph. All right, so I'm going to be towards the front, stand next to Thalias. I'm going to turn back to him and say, all right, well, I guess this is it. Thalias, feeling big, feeling buff, ready for another one? And I'm going to cast Mage Armor on him. All right. Uh, is Thalias going to do anything? Uh, he's going to roar on his hind legs and uh, you know, really sh- show me that he's ready for battle. Rogyar? Uh, Rogyar is going to just ready an air blast for when someone opens the door to shoot at whatever creature I can see. Vipira. Um, Vi- oh, I thought this was a surprise round, so Vipira runs through the door and is going to try to run the 30 feet uh, to get on the opposite side of the red Otiug. Okay. Oh, well, <laughs> so, huh? Um, well, the door opened, right? Yeah. So, oh, uh, right. Go ahead. So, yeah, that's an air blast. The door opens and uh, Vipira runs out invisibly. Uh, the, and these things are just like, arr, 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 like, like banging on the door. And they, uh, when the, they hear the door open, there's, oh, they turn around in time to see. Uh, a rogue air blast coming their way. A deadly aimed air blast. Uh, 33 to hit. Uh, yep. And that is 27 damage. Which one are you hitting? Uh, the red one. It's directly line of sight through the door, so that's the one I'm aiming at. Alright, 27. Yep. 
Okay. That ends the surprise round. Up next is Uhtred. Okay. Uhtred is going to charge the red one. All right. You got your flank bonus. Oh, that's uh, not very good. 17 on the first one. On the only one. Uh, 17 does not beat. They're flat-footed. So now we know you need to roll higher than a two. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, Randolph. All right. um, Randolph is going to turn to Thalias again and say, all right, here's the plan. I'll charge in first. You back me up. Ready? Break. And then he looks back waiting for Thalias to charge in. Come on, go. Thalias charges in with Randolph behind him. I can get here and he can get there. Good, we'll attack. Perfect. Welcome to the slam. Elias absolutely clobbered, dude. See, that's why I give him pep talks, you know, keep him on his toes so he can do (laughs) shit like this. That's a natural 20. Uh, It's a total of 30 for slam number uno. Yeah. Uh, Confirm uh, 25. That'll confirm. Yeah. All right. uh, Uh, Here we go. Uh, This crit is called Backbreaker. Oh, Oh my God. Double damage. And yep. 1d6 dex damage. Jesus Christ. Wow. Nice. Uh, no save. No save. Oh my god. Yeah, roll a d6. Five. Five. Who's playing? Jesus Christ. Who, who's playing over at Joe's right now? Because it ain't him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got it in me. <laughs> okay. Well, I so mean, how, much, uh, how much damage? How much damage uh, on that crit? Yeah, 22. Nice. And then five dex damage. All right. And then old Randolph. Yeah, top that with the scythe. Ah, dang it, Bobby. 17. 17 does not beat their flat-footed. <laughs> I just look over at the lies like, holy shit. <laughs> he was ready. <laughs> I should stop. I am you. the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> These things hardly even have a discernible back, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up next is Vipira. Oh, did I? I skip Rogar. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Up next is Rogar. Okay. Sorry. It's all good. Um, it's just waiting. Yeah. So Rogar is going to fly out and up, up a good you know fifteen feet, and okay. he's going to shoot an air blast at the blue one, the the southern one, the one that is not okay. surrounded. Yes. And yes, deadly aim. Uh, 32 to hit. 32 hits. And that is 36 damage. All right. These guys are just getting peppered. Vipira. Vipira is going to claw claw. All right. So you'll be targeting his flat-footed AC minus two on the first claw. And just flat-footed for the second. 28 to hit for the first one. That hits. And that is going to be uh, 20 damage. Oh, also, he is going to... Uh, what type of damage did you do to him, uh, Joe? He did bludgeoning. bludgeoning. Oh, I mean, as in, um, did you dex do damage. dex damage? Okay, yeah. I'm going to stack yeah. on that and do another uh, dex damage to him. Nice. So that's a sixth point of dex damage. Wow. And then right. he's going to have a minus, uh, a minus to his attack. Uh, a minus two to his attack. Okay. And then I'm going to attack him a second time. 20, uh, 26 to hit. 
That hits. For 33 damage. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and uh, minus one to dex. Oh, with that second claw, you slay that Otiug. Nice. Uh, these things do have quite a bit of health. Yeah. Uh, it is now the Otiug's turn. Uh, <laughs> I rolled a natural one on their initiative rolls, and they have a, a modifier of plus zero. <laughs> so <laughs> with a surprise round thrown in, yeah, that was uh, that was something. Yeah. The Otiug's uh, going to charge at Thalias, who's right in front of him. Attacks with single-minded brutality. He rears up on two of his three legs and then uh, and then just leans into that charge. Uh, that movement's going to provoke from Vipira and Uhtred, though. Uh, but it provokes, it provokes uh, before it's in a flanking position, so no sneak attack for Vipira. Uh, so Uhtred, Uhtred misses with his scimitar. Uh, Vipira? That's going to be 31 to hit. That hits. And that is going to be 18 damage. All right. Here comes a big old chomp on Thalias. That is a 29 to hit. Oh. Yeah, that hits. Dang. He has mage armor too. He's so big. Uh, so that's going to be seven points of damage, and Thalias needs to make a fortitude save. Okay. I see your game. He does not have good fortitude. 16. Okay. Okay, nothing happens, or okay, uh, I'm going to kill you in like three turns? Like, okay, there's an onset time, so he'll get back to you. Okay. Yeah, Thalias feels a little little icky, a little sticky. What? <laughs> it's made of ectoplasm. Come on. He always feels like that. <laughs> Especially sticky. Even sticky for Thalias. Oh, man, that's fucking sticky, dude. Yeah, it is. Uh, Uhtred, you're up. Um, I'm going to take a full round with my scimitar on this thing, since he's... All right. Okay, so the first one's a 25 to hit. That hits. And that's going to be... Uh, hold on. I should have looked up the spell. I forgot I had Colt Touch on there. I think it's 1d6 of negative energy. Yeah, Chill, chill Touch. Yeah. Right, yeah, 1d6 of negative energy, and the creature takes one point of strength damage. It gets a... Fortitude, fortitude save against save. the strength. Yep. Okay, so here's the fortitude save. That's a 22. Yeah, that's going to make it. All right. And then uh, I rolled six for the negative energy. and That's 14 total? Yep, 14 total. Okay. And I assume uh, this thing is not chaotic evil. Oh. oh. Well, just chaotic. Is it uh, just chaotic? It's any chaotic, uh, oh. and no, it is not. Maybe one day. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Keep dreaming. Randolph. What? Your turn. All right. I'm going to full attack, and uh, Dirty T is also going to full attack. Hell yeah. With power. Oh, my God. Oh, 18. Tell me that hits. Uh, it's actually 19. We got to remember the plus one from the hero. Oh, is yeah, that, yeah, that is, is that right. Randolph or is that Thalias? That is it's Randolph, Randolph and it is 19. A 19 does hit, though. Yes, choo-choo. 18 damage. And then as that slices through him, 
I kind of whip it around for the second swing in like a big circular motion, which you wouldn't expect from a scythe, but that's how I'm doing it. 24 hits. 24 hits. Also 18 damage. That's 36 total for anyone at home keeping count. Yo, you fucking kill that Otiug. Yes! Wow. <laughs> Way to go, Randolph. Yeah. Slice and I dice. I high-five Thalias. Like, yeah! And then I'm like, wait, Thalias, are you... You don't look so good. What's wrong with you? Your high five sticks to his hand. Uh, you can make a heal check. Yeah, I'm going to make a heal check. 22. Uh, yeah, it would appear that Thalias has contracted a disease. Uh, you're not sure what disease, but you think it's got an onset of one day. Oh, so we'll what? find out tomorrow. Yeah. All right, so what do you guys do? Those two OTUs fucking bite it. Uh, I suppose we should uh, open that door and see how the lady inside is faring. Viper goes invisible. Okay. Who goes in first? Viper will. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Vipera opens the door, and the stink of animal waste fills this barn. A pair of cages is built into the barn's northern wall. Several goats crammed into the western cage bleat in distress, and the eastern cage is covered with a vibrantly dyed curtain. An enormous mound of hay fills the eastern third of the barn. Large sliding doors lead south, and a smaller door opens to the west where you stand, and a hayloft rings the barn above. So, I guess, so, yeah, you can't see what's in this eastern cage, but you can hear a voice as you open the door. Hello, who's there? Yeah, we're your rescuers. Either you're going to come with us or you're not. Yes, please. I've been held captive in in this cage. Whoever you are, please. Is is she uh, is she tied up or bound in any way, shape, or form? Um, I was looking up if she was like bound in any way, and it doesn't appear that she is. Although, just looking at her, uh, she looks like she's been like like someone beat the absolute fuck out of her. Oh, I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> let me sound. Wait, let me take that again. Less excited. Oh, I wonder what that looks like. <laughs> uh, what's uh, I mean, what does the lock look like? Is it just a simple lock, or does it? Yeah, it looks like a you know standard, your average affair. So okay, just as far as locks go, start trying to break it. Yeah, I mean, take a minute, and you can bust it in one way or another. Isn't my pure a rogue? Yeah, yeah. Like you got these tools? Yeah, it's not like one of the. No, I don't on have these tools. <laughs> Damn it! I'm not surprised. I, yeah, I'm sorry. My my play. claws my. <laughs> the, like, can Who you imagine me trying to work a I delicate, can, I can delicate pin? Everything. I thought, I thought, Vi- I'm probably misremembering Viper? this. I thought Vipera woke up in Roslar's tomb on the boneyard with like thieves' tools in her bag. I'm yeah. pretty sure. I have a vague let, memory of that. She like dangled yeah, them in front of Rogyar when you guys had that locked door, and yeah. she was just like, yeah. "I guess yeah. we won't be needing these." <laughs> and just she threw I'm them out a, the window. I guess I'm uh, <laughs> called out for it. Yeah, she that's left right. them on the dead I'm, roads. That's right. I bet Father Crow took him. <laughs> that dick. <laughs> I mean, chances are Vipira wouldn't really think about it and just start slashing away at it anyway. Um, Fair. Yeah. Uh, breaking breaking her invisibility in the process. So uh, Randolph said he uh, he wanted to get a load of this beaten woman. Uh, did anybody else? Uh, is anybody else stepping inside this barn? No, I want to see where this clown car goes with those two driving it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Rogier will stay outside to, you know, listen for uh, any other trouble that might stir up. So while you two are, while you guys are in this barn, like in this western cage, it's just a, an absolute fuck ton of goats. Just, nah, 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 nah. Like just making all sorts of ruckus. Like they seem like they're in distress, like just from you guys being there. If the goats start going nuts, I'm definitely, which is definitely staying outside and kind of keeping an eye on the building we've yet to go in, making sure to watch those. There's no goats in there. Yeah, makes sense. No, duh. I'm making sure there's no sheep over there. Come on, Joe. Could you keep up? (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah. So Vipera, after you know a minute or so, she breaks open this lock. This woman, she's just been kind of like, she was like sitting against the far wall. And she stood up uh, when you said that you were here to rescue her, but she hasn't like moved towards the the door yet. She seems like she's like keeping her distance from you. And then you like you know, like slash 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 slash, and you finally get the lock. You open the door, and uh, she says, uh, "What uh, what brings you to the 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 dye works? If you don't mind me asking." Do you really need the answer right now? Right now, you're out of a cage, and we need to get going. We just killed the uh, the beasts that are outside of the uh, uh, out right outside the doors, and I'm certain there's trouble not far behind. If you want to get going, let's get going. All right, uh, I trust you. I'll follow you out of here. Viper starts leading her uh, out the hallway and uh, outdoors. All right. I'm going to inspect these goddamn goats. What's up with these goats? Um, Why are there goats here? I need answers. Yeah. Um it looks like uh it looks like a barn in here. Maybe goat milk is a component in one of the dyes they use or something. Just uh so she steps outside and she says, "Ah, oh, yes, there's there's more of you here. Uh thank you so much. Those those monsters must have caught scent of the goats in in inside and they just wanted to break in and feast on them. Uh, Who are you? What are you doing here? And my, what about my the name, goats? I don't know about the goats. They've been a horrible, horrible company during my, my time imprisoned here. Uh, my name's Doswin Aubrey. You're Doswin. We've been looking for uh, you. you you've, you've been looking for me. I'm so sorry. Are, are you with the Knights of Ozum? No. That's why we're here yes. and doing things. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am, we are from Rossler's Coffer. The and Knights of Ozum. Ros- Stop Rossler's it, Randall. Coffer. We are not Knights of Ozum. I'm sorry, I don't understand. It's uh, not important. We do not have time, and here is not the place to go over it. All you yes, need to know is that after you were attacked at the way station, we were looking for you for other reasons, and we came across your report on the Six Wise Crows. And you were at the way station. We were. Was were there any other survivors? Please. Yes. Did anyone else? One of your guardsmen that they strung up. We were able to save. <sighs> she we, takes a second. We can go uh, over the details of how and who we are, respectively, later. What do you know well. of our current surroundings? She she immediately points to the west and she says. Whatever you do, don't go in there. There's uh, some giant, like, ooze-like creature in one of those vats. It's too late. We've been that way. What about the main building? Oh, that's the the storefront. I'm not... uh, I don't really know much 
about what goes on in there. They've been keeping me in the barn. They attacked us from from the south. That's the direction of of, of vigil, so we don't usually uh, have a, a lookout looking in that direction. So they they caught us unawares. They kidnapped me, and all I heard was make it look like an orc raid and kill the rest as I was being carted off. But they they brought me back here, and this is the erstwhile dye works where Killebrandt, the leader of the Six Wise Crows, her family has run this this dye works for for generations, and I don't I don't know where any of of her family members have gone off to as far as I can tell she's the only one around these days but they've been keeping me in the barn uh, just coming in just beating me for fun uh, asking what I knew but I I, I knew about them I, I know all about them I've been studying them as as, as you said sir she, she points to Uhtred back when I was stationed at the reliquary I saw that gnome Killebrandt stealing the the pieces of the shattered shield of Arnesent uh, two years ago, when I told my superior, Ralphus Gandry, about it. We are aware. Oh, you've spoken to Ralphus. We have. He's the one that had pointed us in your direction originally. But right now, I think we need to just get out of here. Now that we have you and we know you're safe, I think we should head back to Sito. Sito? Sito Maldera? Yes, Sito Maldera. Oh. Why? Well, she's... She, well, she'll know what to do. She's, well, she's a knight of Ozum. She's sense motive. <laughs> she hasn't known what to do so far. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, roll sense motive. Something positive about Cedo. Sense motive. Uh, you're not really getting much. Eighteen. Uh, you think that she's like you? You know that Cito is basically a celebrity in Last Wall, and so her, so that that matches what she's saying. Uh, Randall or Rogia, you're also picking up uh, that she was initially kind of hesitant to uh, like talk to you guys. Like she was obviously grateful that she was out of there, but she was maybe a little suspicious of you. You notice that she opened up almost immediately after Uhtred mentioned her dossier back in the uh, the way station. She says, "Yes, I don't want to stay here any longer than I need to, but uh, one last thing, I think maybe you should know. I I don't know how." Uh, I don't really know where you all fit in with all this, but not too long ago, I, I heard something. There's an attack uh, just outside the barn. Uh, I you could just hear several armored people running. Uh, some of the wise crows shouting that uh, they've got Dondon. Uh, Dondon is one of the wise crows. He's a, an older looking man. He's got some missing teeth. Uh, and then they, I heard them say, they came from the sewer and, and, and fall back to the shop. And then there was more fighting. Uh, it was over in, in minutes. I don't I don't know uh, who did the attacking and, and, and what happened, but that happened uh, a little less than an hour ago. Less than an hour ago. Uh, I did see a a big drain in the in the factory over there, but maybe we should check out the storefront and see if maybe anyone's still hiding out in there. Maybe you're right, Rogar. That seems uh, like a good idea, but it still doesn't explain the goats. Uchi's gonna look at Daswin and say, Do you think you can fight? She kind of like holds herself up with dignity, and you can tell that she's kind of like wincing at, at some pain, but she, uh, she seems strong, and she says, Give me a sword and I'll help. Okay. Um, Uchi's gonna reach into his handy haversack 
and he's going to pull out his adamantine scimitar and he will hold that out handle first to Doswin. Just so we're clear, I want this back when we're done. I, 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 I don't blame you for wanting this, this beauty back. Thank you. I'll, I'll treat her well. Doswin, I, I would say this. If anything does happen, you, you need to keep yourself safe and make sure you get to Sito and you tell her what's going on and make her believe you because she won't want to. Ah, you don't get to a station of Sito without having a little stubbornness. Yeah, stubbornness, we'll call it that. She walks right up to the, the entrance. Uh, if anybody, like, no, no, no. puts she themselves... She ain't going in first. Yeah, no, get back. All right, there. yeah. If anybody puts themselves in front of her, she'll she'll stand uh, aside, Uch- but she looks like she's ready to, like, fucking Uchard do something. Uh, will even, like, grab her by the arm and stop her and say, I told you to get in the back. Oh, we didn't- I'm s- Sorry. Didn't come all this way just for you to die now. No, you're right. I'll be more cautious. Uh, actually, if uh, if anyone has any any healing magic or potions, wouldn't uh, wouldn't say no to one of those. I <laughs> yes, uh... our healers. The healers currently rolling around in the barn. I'll well, no, it's of... not. Our healers right next to her. I'll float. <laughs> I'll float over and I'll be like, all right, all right, hold still. This is. A little bracing, but it'll help. She, uh, she doesn't like flinch or anything. Oh, she heals for twenty-four and takes a point of burn. Um, Vipir goes invisible, but um, kind of waits until everybody gets to the door. And while that is all happening, Randolph and Thalias have cracked the case of the goats. Turns oh, you out have, have you? They are our distraction. So I'm gonna release them. And have them follow me into battle. Okay. Goats in a storefront? It's madness. It's like a bowl in a china shop. Give me a handle animal check. Uh, Can Thalias assist? Sure. (laughs) Randolph can't even handle a Thalias. How's he going to handle an animal? (laughs) Okay. And then Thalias assist. All right. So we're going (laughs) to use Thalias' role. I was just joking. I was just joking. It's Thalias is the real handler, and I'm assisting. I know before I said it the other way, but this is the way I actually meant. Sure. Okay. (laughs) So what's our our total there? 25. The ectoplasm has a calming presence to these. uh, (laughs) It's so natural. (laughs) All right. So let's see. So we got handle an animal, which is DC 10. Involves commanding an animal to perform a task or trick that it knows. I mean, these goats probably know. Like, I mean, they're herd animals. Let's see what else we got. Push an animal. Means to get to perform a task or trick that it doesn't know, but it is physically capable of performing. So, what'd you get, 25? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to roll 1d4. And that's how many goats you and Thalias get to actually follow you. The rest are just going to kind of like chaotically spill out of the the cage and like exit the barn and like probably like some are probably going to like jump over the fence and others are going to like go like just start eating through the hedges and like this just good. S- dispersing everywhere. Everywhere this except where you want them to go. That sounds right. All right. Here we go. 1d4. I'm going to roll it in roll 20. All right. One. Oh, that feels Dude, so right. One is all you need, baby. One is all you need. <laughs> oh, this is so perfect for our stealth mission. Yeah. 
<laughs> also, like, so you, in six seconds, you were able to tr- train this goat to follow you into battle. He's not training it. He's pushing it. He's like, he's basically like. So he picked one up. Hay. He's carrying it, and he's gonna <laughs> bring it into the storefront. All right. Well, it was supposed to be me and an army of a dozen goats <laughs> charging into there battle. A dozen in there. <laughs> I got one. Okay. So just let me have it. All right. All right. You got it. Somebody's right, so already trying to fill that hole Yando left in him. My Pyrrha storms the storms the gates. Okay. Invisible, Storm of course. Gates. So that way the first person they see is uh <laughs> is Uhtred. This shop has an astonishing array of cloth and leather spread out upon tables and hung on ornate hooks. At the south end of the shop stands a large wooden counter just visible above several heaps of fabric swaths and samples. Velvet curtains hang in front of several small changing rooms to the east and west, and two display areas to the north. Double doors open to the north and to the south where you guys are standing. So the front counter is covered in heaps of fabric, and yeah, you don't see any people. Uh, You can give me perception checks. That we shall do. Also, Tasha, wow, 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 That's a 31 perception. Oh, I'm not going to beat that, that's for sure. Nine. And a 23 for Vipira. Uh, I'm not perceiving. I'm charging in with my army, ready to rumble. Okay. Uh, so, Rogiar and Vipira, it doesn't take you guys long at all to discover four corpses uh, hidden under the heaps of fabric behind the desk. There are three humans and one elf, or maybe a half-elf. Doswin comes over and she sees the the bodies and she says, I recognize the humans. Those are three of the six wise crows. Barush, Jasaxi, and Valine. They usually linger here after hours. She looks at the half-elf. She says, I don't recognize... I don't recognize him. Anyone who wants to can make a perception or survival check to kind of Sherlock Holmes what happened. And they're all reading as dead from my goggles? Oh, yeah, they're dead, dead, dead. Dead, dead, Okay, because Vipira was going to confirm that with her claws. <laughs> I got a 19 perception. I got an 18 perception. I got a 22 perception with um, Watson, I mean, Thalias assisting. So you guys, uh, you all get a pretty good picture of what happened. Uh, These individuals were all in a fight here uh, very recently, along with four other people wearing heavy boots. The half-elf's boots and greaves uh, carry a faint odor of sewage. And then Rogyar and Randolph got high enough to realize that the humans were fighting against the half-elf and four other people. The half-elf side won and stashed the bodies underneath the fabric. All right. Through your investigations, you also find a safe hidden under uh, the wooden counter. Uh, It's been broken open. Its contents scattered on the floor. Uh, You see an empty lockbox with a smashed lid uh, lying discarded amid the safe's contents. You can make another perception check. Uh, 16. 23. The 16 assist from old Phantom Watson. Richard had an 18. And that's a 19. Uh, So the safe's contents are scattered on the floor, and they include 252 silver pieces, 
33 gold pieces, a red velvet bag containing a silver magical wand, and a gilded pipe in the shape of a preening crow worth 250 gold. And, uh, sorry, the half-elf is wearing, uh, so very sinister-looking full plate metal. Uh, anyone detecting magic would discern that it's plus one full plate. In addition to that, Randolph would have spotted a false bottom in this uh, smashed open lockbox. I open it. A sheaf of parchment in this compartment. In this compartment is what you find. You unroll the sheaf of parchment and you read about uh, detailed plans to steal the shattered shield of Arnesent from the Crusader War College and replace all but one of the fragments with magical replicas. The plans include dates that are almost two years old and reference a Count Yorma Gildeus paying 40,000 gold pieces to a gang of thieves called the Six Wise Crows for performing the heist. Hey, you guys are going to want to read this. I bring it over to the group. It looks like, looks you like were... this is what we've been looking for. Looks like you were right, Dosman. Even Sito can't ignore this kind of evidence. Well, Dosman's like reading over your shoulder. She says, I knew it! I fucking knew it! Wait until I show Ralphus. Well, we have another problem here. It looks like the six wise crows are gone. Well, so... she, she looks around. She says, there's th- three of them right there. And it sounds like they took Dondon somewhere, uh, perhaps through that sewer grate over in the factory. And Killebrant is dead. We took care of her. And uh, was it Usandra, that, that priestess of Ergothoa? I think we took yes, care yes, of her, Usandra. too. She was at the way station. That means Dondon is all that remains of the Six Wise Crows. Figures he'd be the last one standing. And you think that they pulled him down the drain? Oh, I, I don't know for sure, but I, I, did, I didn't see any of it myself, but I, I heard someone shouting. They took Dondon, uh, and someone else shouted back to the sewers. If that's our only lead left to finding Gildeus, I think we have to go after him. But we should probably send Doswin along to Sito, while we even investigate the sewers. Agreed. Everybody give me perception checks. Uh, 17. Nine. Three. Seventeen. The highest dice roll among all of us on that perception check was a six. Wow. That's how we do it, boys. High fives. Oh, man. It was my six. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tom and Nick got seventeens, and I rolled the highest dice. Rogiar and Vipira. You you each hear muttering. Rogiar, you hear muttering coming from the west. Vipira, you hear muttering coming from the east. The mutterings seem to be coming from behind these curtains. Nope, nope. Somewhere. We played this game before. Know what happens. All right, fungus blows up or some something bad happens. Quick, everybody, out the door. <laughs> yes. Front door. Uh, well, finally. <laughs> what, uh, what do we think is going to happen here? I, I don't, don't know. know, but I'm not interested in finding out. Because I could send that goat towards it. <laughs> yes, yeah, sac- sacrifice the goat, sacrificial yeah. lamb goat. Do it, do it. You won't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. All right, goat. I need you one more time. Great battle. Well, anyways, go over there. Uh, Good boy. Uh, 
So in my mind, Randolph just like grabbed and has been carrying this goat this whole time, and this is just him throwing it at where that noise came from. <laughs> so are you guys all like hanging around and seeing what happens with this goat? Uh, yeah. I think that, I, well, I know Vipira would probably uh, be like outside, uh, kind of peeking her head in. Yeah, yeah. Rogar is definitely at least like over by the door. <laughs> and uh, I'm by the door, but looking over the counter. You send the ghost, the goat east or west? Uh, let's send it to the lucky east. Lucky east, okay. You ever face, face check a bush with a goat? <laughs> so the goat uh, just kind of, yeah, clop, 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 meh. Just kind of like starts making its way over to that curtain, and it kind of like starts nosing its like, like sniffing at the the curtain, like nosing its way past it. And uh, anybody watching would see this partially see-through hand just shoot out from behind the curtain and like into the goat's head and the goat's and it just falls over dead and then out from behind the curtain flies a creature why this translucent ghostly figure uh, comes into view uh, through a damp mist its face distorted by wrath into a hideous mask. Everybody roll initiative. Is it undead? One of my goggles tell me. Oh, it's undead. Give me knowledge religion check, please. You know, I sort of thought the goat would uh, buy us some time for us to now escape, but you're (laughs) saying this thing comes out, just murders the goat, and in that same round is ready to fight us. Yeah. Okay, so let's do initiative. Randolph. 23. Utrid. 15. Rogar. 19. Vipira. 21. Okay, let's hear those knowledge religion checks. Uh, Rogar got a 23. Utrid got a 33. And a natural 20. Vipira okay. got a 20. You guys identify these creatures as specters. Spectres are evil undead that hate sunlight and living things. Most are the remnants of murdered or evil humans. Their anger preventing them from entering the afterlife. Alright, so Vipira, you can ask one question about Spectres. Rogyar can also ask one question. And Utrid can ask four questions. Alright, I don't want anybody else to waste this question, so I'm going to ask it. Uh, Let's play the HP game. Okay. 92. Lower. Nice. Okay. Let's go with um, something defensive. What kind of uh, damage resistances does it have? Uh, It doesn't have any DR, but it is incorporeal. So you know that mundane weapons deal no damage, and magical weapons and spells deal half damage. I would like to know any resistances. Uh, you know, they have channel resistance. They get a plus two bonus on their will saves versus channeled positive energy. You're not aware of any energy resistances. Okay. Um, I would like to know one cool ability slash spell-like ability slash thingamabobber that it can do. You know that their incorporeal touch attack has energy drain. Uh, each incorporeal touch deals two negative levels. Yeah, these things suck. What about... Do they have any weaknesses? 
Yes, they have two weaknesses. Give me weakness number one. They have resurrection vulnerability. A raised dead or similar spell cast on a specter destroys it. Oh, it gets a will save. Uh, using the spell in this way does not require an expensive material component like normal. Okay. So with that, we're going to begin combat. Up first is Doswin. Oh, you get out of here, Doswin. <laughs> Actually, if she wants to meet shield a couple negative levels first, so that's all right with me. All right, so she is going to uh, hold the adamantine scimitar in front of her. She says, "Does Ayamade bless this weapon to strike these uh, to strike this evil specter down?" And she casts bless weapon. Uh, it makes a weapon treated as having a plus one enhancement bonus for the purposes of bypassing DR of evil creatures or for striking evil incorporeal creatures. The weapon also becomes good aligned, which means it can bypass a DR of certain creatures. In addition, all critical hit rolls against evil foes are automatically successful, so every threat is a critical hit. So yeah, uh, with that, she ends her turn, and now it is Randolph's turn. Oh boy. Oh boy. I'm going to go invisible. Okay. And I'll have Thalias take a five foot kitty corner step and full attack. Okay. 15. Plus one. 16. 16 oh, wait, hits. He didn't get plus one. He didn't get plus one, did he? With the. No, he reading? didn't. Oh, no. 15 also hits. Yes! <laughs> Things are good again. Uh. 11 damage, because it was a power attack. And then slam number two is a 25 for 10 damage. Okay. Uh, next is Vipera. Now, if I want to vault over this desk, is that going to require an acrobatics check? You better believe it's going to be an acrobatics check. Yeah, 28. Yeah, so uh, Vipera is able to make her way uh, to a flanking position with uh, Thalias. And uh, almost thinks nostalgically, Thalias, <gasps> get into place, kind of just thought <laughs> yeah. crosses her mind. But does she want to ruin a double claw for this? Yeah, Vipir's, uh, Vipir's going to sit, um, and she's going to wait a turn. All right. Rogyar. All right, so Rogiar is just going to kind of five foot float to the northwest just to get a clearer shot at this thing. Okay. And he is going to gather power to empower an air blast. Power attacking. Power attacking, huh? Or deadly aiming. <laughs> the ranged power attack. <laughs> really put all his muscles into this air blast. <laughs> well, it's a 34 to hit. 34 hits. Um, and it's a solid 52 damage, so 26 after the incorporeal penalty. Okay. He fucking shot air at a ghost and still did 26 damage. <laughs> 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 yeah, he sure did. Uh, all right. Uh, Uhtred, it's your turn. Uhtred's going to cast Mirror Image on himself. That is a very good idea against right? things that do negative levels with touch attacks. Well, I was, yep. I was, 
tossing back and forth, do I cast mirror image or do I cast displacement? And I said, well, let's go mirror image and just roll good on my mirrors. Because then I can have higher than a 50% mischance. Yeah, I mean, yep. both is good. Yeah. But yeah, start with mirrors is usually my go-to. Okay, so I have four mirrors. Does Uhtred have to make an acrobatic or can I spend like five feet of movement to go over? Give me an acrobatics check if you're going over the desk. Ten. Okay. Uh, I'd say it's going to cost you an extra five feet of movement to get over the desk, but that'll still let you end your turn there. I'll pay the fine. All right, and that's all, all I right. got. All right. Spectre's turn. Two more specters appear out of the western curtains. Oh, no. Uh, so the southwestern one comes right out, sees Rogyar floating right there. The northwestern one is going to fly out and beeline for Uhtred. That movement will provoke from Randolph if he wants, but he is invisible, and that would break it. Fuck no. Okay. And the one that you guys have been concentrating on is going to uh, uh, attack Thalias, who uh, dealt him a pretty good wallop and is right there. These specters, like, the whole time, they're just like, Ah, cursed armored attackers killing us in our own forts we'll kill you they just keep like lamenting on their deaths it it seems like these might be the spirits of the three slain uh six wise crows you ever be so evil you had to get killed twice right bullshit all right so let's do uh the spectron thalias first that's a 19 versus touch versus touch what the shit Oh, no, that's unlucky again. It's 18. All right. So Thalias takes five points of negative energy and two negative levels. Uh, okay. Those are going to stack quick. Oh, no. What have we done? So the one that's (laughs) charging at me, or at Uhtred, which I presume is going to attack him. Yep. Uh, Uchir's going to spend an Arcana point to give himself a plus six. Can he do that outside of his turn? It's an immediate action. All right, nice. All right, plus six, but he's got a plus two bonus for charging. 17. Miss. All right. Is it within five? Nope. Of your touch plus six? My touch plus six is 31. Fuck. Okay. That leaves us with Rogyar. 17. Seven, yep. 17 versus touch. Oh, oh, wait. Um, 17 is my touch AC, but... Plus bonuses. I Yes, exactly. <laughs> plus Bo- bonuses. Plus bonuses. I actually, I have a, uh, a racial ability called Barrow Warden. I get plus one to attack an AC against undead. So my touch you AC is an of a bitch. 18. <laughs> nice. That's how we do it. All right, so the only uh, casualty is Thalias for that round. Uh, that brings us to the top of initiative, and it is now Doswin's turn, and she's going to fucking charge on that Spectre that just attacked Rogiar. Dude, tell me she's a one-hit wonder. And you know what? Fuck it. She's going to smite evil, too. <laughs> That's a good call. <laughs> That's a really good call. She says, they're so evil, you got to kill them twice. All right, so that totally hits. Okay, so that's seven, and then with her smite, that's another seven. So 14 damage to the specter. Two things. Uh, I'm going to have Thalias 
Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So I'm gonna cast, the, check this out, this is awesome. I'm gonna cast Mirror Image, okay? Okay. That doesn't break my stealth, right? Nope. All right, and what's the roll for that? 1d4 two. plus two? Two, yep. Okay, so I have four mirrors now. I'm gonna have Thalias full attack this thing. Okay. With power. Uh, natural one. Give me a confirmation roll. 21. Okay, that is not a confirm. Whew, thank, thank the Lord. Uh, slam number two is uh, 24. 24 hits. For 13 damage. Okay. I'm going to move over here, and then as an immediate action, I'm going to suck the lies back into my brain for this turn. Okay. Uh, and you'll be happy to know that that slam finished off that specter. Oh, Fuck nice. Yeah. I congratulate him on his victory as he goes into my head. Uh, you're lucky that uh, finished him off. Or Viper was about to lose her mind yeah, when her flank just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> I right. can wait a turn before I attack. Nothing. He won't move. <laughs> Even in <Okay>. death. <laughs> Even in death, lies fucks up Viper's flank. Uh, speaking of which, Viper, it's your turn. You don't know that Randolph is currently standing to the north of that specter, but you do know that Uhtred's standing to the southeast of that specter. Uh, yeah, so in that case, yeah, I'm going to move to the diagonal. Vipira is uh, actually going to attack this round. She's going to just do a claw. She gets that sneak attack in, and she breaks her invisibility. Okay. 31. 31 will hit its flat-footed AC minus 2. Yeah, and then it's going to be so it, six for the slashing damage, right? So it's halved. Yes. So you deal twelve well, slashing damage gets halved to six. And then the and sneak attack wait, also. Hold on. Okay. The sneak so, attack is also slashing damage. It's part of that. So you did right. twenty-five okay. slashing damage gets halved to twelve. Got and it. the energy damage is also being halved. So just give me the oh. whole total, and we'll have it. Okay. Uh, then in that case, it is going to be 30 damage. All right. Rogar. Okay. This thing just kind of like emerges and takes a swing at Rogar, and he barely misses and kind of lets out a yelp and <laughs> backs up five feet. <laughs> and then he is going to uh, gather power to empower a pushing air blast on this thing with uh, deadly aim. Okay. 24 to hit. 24 hits. That is uh, 30 and 15. That's 45 damage. Gets halved to 22. And... Oh, that's a natural one on the push, so it doesn't go anywhere. Uhtred. Okay. Uh, seeing that all of a sudden he's in a flanking position with Vipira, he's going to take a five-foot step. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's, gonna, <laughs> he's just going to stay there and take a, a full attack. I was right there because I was also about to make that same joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. The first one's a 23 to hit. 23 will hit. Okay. That's going to deal uh, five slashing damage. Now, because uh, Chill Touch deals negative energy and these are undead creatures... It takes mm -hmm. zero damage from it, but it has to check to see if there's um, a save. It flees. Uh, it has to make a will save or flee as if panicked for 1d4 rounds plus one round per caster level. 
That's right. Okay. Oh, man. That's a 13 will save. That'll fail. So he can flee for... Yeah, 11 oh rounds he can flee. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Run away! Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's the Spectre's turn. And, yeah, it's gonna fucking flee, I guess. It's gonna provoke from Vipera, Uhtred, and Randolph. Ta-da! All right. What else we got for attacks of opportunity? A 26 to hit. That's for 13, 26. Uh, so 13. For 26 damage. Yep. 13. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 24 for 10 damage. Okay. Uh, and then I think it's going to flee. Uh, uh, panicked, I think, is a random direction along a random path. Can't take any other actions. Takes a minus two penalty on all saving throws, skill checks, abilities checks. Okay. So I'm literally going to roll a d8 since it's incorporeal. And it's just going to flee in a random direction, go th- going through any barriers in its way. Okay. So it's going to flee directly to the southwest. And that's actually going to provoke from Daswin as it, f- as it flies by. She's not currently smiting this one, but... Oh, almost, but she doesn't credit. Yeah, then it flies away through the wall. And the other Spectre's turn. Uh, it's got hit hardest by Rogiar last turn, so it's going to take a five-foot step and take another swing at him. Hey, I rolled above a seven. 28 to hit. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Okay. Um... Let's see, that's five negative energy, but I think your O-Ball absorbs all of that. Ooh. Uh, but then you take two negative levels. Oh. Oh! I'm sitting here thinking, like, ooh, no energy drain. Oh, this is the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's Daswin's turn. Uh, she redoubles her attack. She says, no, get, get back, you filthy creature! And that's gonna hit. And she swings her scimitar through it, and... Deals another 14 points of damage. The specter is blinking red, and it's Randolph's turn. Well, I guess I'll... My movement speed sucks. 5, 10, 15, 20. Perfect. And attack. With my scythe. Power attack. 27. 27 hits. 17 damage. You destroy the other specter. Yep, I gotta do all the heavy lifting around here. It's all right. <laughs> okay, uh, so yeah, with that, I guess we can uh, exit combat for a minute <laughs> for eleven rounds. Yep. <laughs> what do you guys do? Well, we, we gotta gather some evidence, right? Well, that you just gotta. Thought. You got some pretty decent evidence with that uh, that hidden sheet of paper you found in that lockbox, and the yeah, kidnapping I'm- victim that we rescued. <laughs> And yeah, the kidnapping yeah, yeah. victim, who who can, you know, verbally corroborate pretty much everything you're saying. Yeah. Uh, one more piece of evidence. I need to. Uh, I need to take something. Well, uh, we could take the bodies back. I'm not taking a body, but surely there's something around here. There's a dead goat. Oh, fuck, don't me. <laughs> All right. I guess I don't need. If I don't immediately find something that helps the case, I give up on it. Vipir's gonna look around in uh, each room. She's gonna go back invisible, by the way. Okay. All right. Uh, so Vipira kind of combs through the the storefront. That's probably gonna take you over a minute to do. 
Uh, I was going to go to like the back two rooms there. So like the okay. two northern rooms. All right. I think, I think those were display windows, not actual rooms. Oh. Yeah, they're display windows. Oh, okay. Uh, Rogar's going to go and get away from that uh, that southwestern corner because figure that's where it's going to come back. So he wants a nice clear view of it before it gets to him. Yeah. Uhtred, knowing how his own spell works, I think he's going to get up on the table, anticipating it to come back in that way and just be like waiting to finish this. Doswin, uh, like she's standing there ready with you, but she remembers that you had instructed her to stay back. So she kind of stays back slightly, yeah, that, but she's that's got fine. her scimitar. She's ready to ready to continue helping. Randolph looks at you guys like you're nuts. <laughs> like he just <laughs> killed the last guy and he's like, what the fuck is this? Whatever. I don't even ask. It'll be coming back. Randolph, look lively. If lively. not us, it'll, it'll kill whatever. It'll attack whatever hapless person stumbles in here later that they, they may have been running some uh, some underground criminal organization here but I I know that this place still operates during daylight hours I, I hear workers coming and going no one ever needed to go through the barn uh, d- but there will be innocent people coming in the morning and we, sh- we need to put this thing down before they get here oh, don't you worry Doswin I just put two of them down what are you talking about Rogar has a strict no undead left living policy. She she turns to look at Rogar and she gives you a, a very approving nod. <laughs> Rogar kind of returns the nod and then returns to holding his hand out, ready ready <laughs> to shoot a blast if this thing reemerges. Any other preparations being had? No, I think I'm all right. I still got charges. Just haven't lost you, the mirror. You know what? Um like hearing everybody else like trying to get ready back up um Viper will uh, head to the front there and she'll uh, stand off to the uh, eastern side of the door okay the specter after a couple minutes actually because it it would have been running away for a minute and then it'll take a minute to come back it reappears uh through the southwest wall randolph are you are you gonna attack this thing? Or are you letting everybody else kind of take care of it? No, I'll attack it. All right, well, go ahead. Step and full attack, power attack. Come on, big numbers. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight hits. Seventeen damage. All right, so that's eight damage. Are are you having? Are you doing that partial manifestation? Yes. So as a swift action before my attack, I'll do yeah. the tentacle yeah. boy. Are you in tentacles? You're not doing incorporeal like gives you ghost touch? No, I like the tentacle one with the armor. All right. J-I-C. So, all right, now make two slam attacks for Thalias. Oh, yeah. It's a 14. 14 does not hit. Slam number two, natural 20, 28. Roll to confirm. 19. 19 confirms. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thalias does it again. <laughs> <laughs> so you have rattled this thing. Uh, normal damage, so non crit damage, and the target is confused for 1d3 rounds. Oh, okay. And the confusion is negated by a fortitude save. It's also okay. negated by the specter being undead. Okay, okay. Well, um, I rolled a 3 on my 1d3, so you can calculate from there. Okay. Uh, so it's, uh, it's immune to. Uh, 
confusion, so that leaves you with normal damage. And normally I would just be like, let's do one of my crits. But I know that even normal damage, because this thing was already so close to being dead, still kills it. Nice. So I killed all three. I'm the fucking greatest. <laughs> yeah. Me and Thelias for life, yo. Yeah, Thelias killed forever. all three. Randolph got one of them. I got one, yeah. Randolph got one, Thelias got two, yeah. And I am Thelias. Uh, Thelias is me. Uh, Doswin, uh, she steps forward and she like she grabs uh, Randolph's hand and she starts shaking it. She says, I must say, I, I, I haven't seen such such great undead slain in, in quite a while. I grab her hand with the hand that she, you know, I'm shaking her hand. Yeah. And I grab it with the other hand as like a really appreciative uh you know, handshake, and then with my other, all of my ectoplasm hands, I, I come in as well for like a, just an absolutely just a full massive on, handshake. Full on hand grope. Yeah, thank you. We're very powerful, me and Thelias. Best team there is. Well, and these guys too, but mostly us. Hey, about these guys too. Yes, we're all great. Well, it's an, it's an honor to meet you. Yes, uh, honor to meet you as well, Daswin. And she, she looks around at everybody. She says, all right, well, if, uh, I guess if you want me to, I'll go find Sito, but I, I can I can stick around and continue to help if you want. Well, I, I think we're all done here. We'll just accompany you back to Sito. Oh, that sounds good too. All right, so uh, you guys gather up all of your evidence and you leave the dye works. Right, you get you get in your carriage and you uh, ride back up to uh, Watcher's Tour. Yep, it's time to go wake up Sito. Boy, I would love to go to bed sometime today. It's got to be really late at this point. Yeah, it's probably, what, 11.30, midnight? Yeah, that's probably a safe bet. I think it was 9 when we were, like, headed to um, have the fake meeting with Evni. Yeah. So, maybe, like, 10.30 then. Um, so, yeah, you get to Watcher's Tour, and you... Uh, you roll up to the Crusader War College, and you remember the building you went into to be interrogated. There's a single sleepy guard standing outside. He sees you coming, and he uh, he perks up, and he holds his uh, his pike at the ready. And he says, Halt, who goes there? Uchard Bebenbur, we need to see Sito immediately. It's of utmost urgency. We've found Doswin Arbery. With a head over his helmet to stop it from falling falling off, he turns around and runs inside. So a minute goes by, and uh, Sito emerges. She's not wearing her armor, but she is. Uh, she does have her her giant uh, two handed sword. And she walks out. And she she looks like extremely surprised to see you. I bet she is. The amount of times she's seen us individual, like in different <laughs> reasons today. She, so she kind of like looks at each one of you in turn, and then her eyes fall on uh, on Daswin, and she says, "Okay, come on in." And she just turns around and goes back inside. I follow. Yeah, I float right along behind her. I follow. So she leads you into uh, the same room that she brought you all into. I think it was the dining hall. Uh, kitchen's still closed. She takes a seat at a. Uh, the end of one of the tables and she invites you all to take your own seats again Rogar Rogar just kind of like crosses his legs in midair and floats there so before she addresses any of you she looks at Doswin she says are you okay Doswin are you hurt and Doswin kind of she winces again like that 
heal Rogiar gave her was definitely beneficial, but she's still feeling it. And she says, aye, many times, but I'll recover. But this lot, they came and they rescued me from, from the barn I was being held in. There were, there were two, some sort of monsters trying to claw their way in, but they, they cut them, they cut them right down and, and they came and they let me out of my cage. And then she proceeds to tell Sito basically the same story that she gave uh, the rest of you. And Sito, she, she takes it in. She says, I'm sure you're going to give me uh, a, a perfectly complicated explanation for what brought you to the erstwhile dye works at like 10 o'clock at night. Uhtred will pull out the letter that was delivered to him and just... From... That was like supposedly from yes. Ebony Zognos? Yep. Okay. And he will just kind of like slide it across the table to Sido. Uh, you know, like when somebody writes down an offer and they put it face down and just... <laughs> he gives her one of those. All right. She takes it. She pulls it over. She reads it. She says, this says to meet you at the hand's glory. Yes. And when we met, went to the meeting, we were ambushed by Killebrandt and some hired swords that he had gotten earlier in the day. Well, Killebrand wasn't so lucky and met his end there. But we were able to subdue one of the hired swords who led us to the erstwhile dye works. And, well, as Doswin said, we came across her locked up in the barn with two creatures trying to break their way in. Okay. She's just kind of like rubbing her temples. And we also came across the dead bodies of the remaining six wise crows inside the storefront. And we were able to find this. Uhtred will now pull out the, uh, I guess, plan to steal the shield. Okay. And he'll he slide it over as if it's another offer. She reads through it very thoroughly. And then she kind of, like, eyes Doswin when she's done reading. And uh, she says, <clears throat> It would appear that the Knights of Ozum owe you an apology, Doswin. And Doswin just kind of sits there stoically. Uhtred leans in and like kind of turns his head so his ears directly facing her like and <laughs> and apology? apology to <laughs> Doswin and she says and it would appear that the people who have been behind this whole rigmarole are all dead well no uh, Galdeus is still out there and ultimately he's the one behind all this well, who, who who killed these people? You just showed up and they were all dead? Well, we did find a dead half-elf with the bodies of the remaining crows, and Doswin believes she overheard a struggle taking place about an hour before we got there, and people shouting that Dondon was taken into the sewers. So, he might still be alive, but he was at least captured. Doswin nods and she says ah that's correct i think if if we're gonna get our hands on on any of the wise crows we'll find them down in those sewers sito looks like she is really chewing on the thing she's about to say before she actually says it and she says it would appear that i misjudged you all (laughs) 
<laughs> Vipira breaks out laughing. Yeah, yeah, you kind of did. So here's what I want you to do. Get some rest. No offense, you all look like shit. Uhtred nods in agreement. Tomorrow morning, I want you to return to the dye works, go into that sewer, find Dondam, and bring him back to me for questioning. Well, hold up now. You want us to do a favor for you. Okay, well, I got a favor for you. If you want to bring back our dead friend, Yando, we'll absolutely go down in the sewer for you. But until that, I mean, you could send your own men down there to die. Good thinking, Tom. Take a uh, Randolph point and a Thalias point. What Viper is trying to say, if you couldn't tell, the wound is quite raw. You remember the ranger Yando who was with us before. Well, she, uh, she kind of looks you all over again. She says, yes, the half-orc. Yes, well, he was not as lucky as us to make it through this ordeal. We will go tomorrow, or I will go tomorrow. But if you were able or knew anybody that could bring Yando back, he did not need to lose his life or deserve that. You know what we're capable of. Therefore, you know that we're worth it. On top of that, it seems like a small price to pay to save your city. Oh, and by the way, you're welcome. <laughs> when when she starts saying that, Uhtred's still facing uh, Sito, just like kind of as big and as exaggerated as you can, just like closes his eyes slowly and like squeezes them like, ah. So Sito looks over at Vipera and she says, if I'm understanding you correctly, after fighting tooth and nail to secure the safety of this city, you're now telling me that you're unwilling to do so unless someone does a favor for you. Uh, well, before, it was to prove our innocence to you. Now, you have facts. So, there's a little bit of a difference between now and then, if you catch my drift. She says, because I have no shortage of soldiers that I can send into those sewers. <laughs> soldiers that will obey my orders, and I'll know that they'll get the job done. Oh. Yes, I do know what you're capable of. And, uh, and on that very long list is insubordination. You mean like your soldiers on the Northgate station? Yeah, they did a really good job over there. She draws her sword and slams it down on the table in front of you. Oh, fuck. And she says, I am grateful for the evidence that you've uncovered, but if you dare to judge the bravery and sacrifice of the men who died protecting this city, then I will put you in chains right now. Vipira leans back. You know our price, and you know where to find us. Vipira walks out the room. She doesn't care if anybody else follows. Uhtred does not follow. See, uh, anybody remaining would watch Sito with Sito's gaze following Vipira as she leaves. Yeah, Uhtred will wait until he hears the door open and close behind Vipira. Sito, I apologize for Vipira. I'm sure you, as battle-tested as you are, know that sometimes... In the immediate aftermath of a close loss. The emotions get better of even the strongest warriors. 
I have to imagine you have seen it and experienced it yourself. She has remained still as a statue, her eyes boring into the door that Vipira disappeared behind. Alright, Uhtred's just gonna keep uh, going but, then. If she's like, still, you know, death staring. Well, when when Uhtred, uh, like, finishes that statement and he, like, pauses, she says, I understand that going through life and death situations fosters an unbreakable bond in soldiers. So I understand why you put up with her. And then she turns her head and looks directly at Uhtred. But you need to think long and hard about your alliance with that girl. Uhtred's not, is just going to kind of not really respond either way to it. Just kind of like, kind of bob his head a little bit like that. Mm, okay. That girl has saved our lives and more lives than I could count these last few weeks. So have you- I. And I don't laugh at the memory of innocent warriors killed on their post. Well, we all deal in grief with different ways, don't we? Some of us just refuse to see what's in front of us. That doesn't mean it's the right way, Rugar. Grief is grief, my boy. That it is. We all do regrettable things, but there's no right way to deal with it. Sito, uh, very slowly and pointedly, like, dragging her blade the entire, like, the entire length of the blade kind of gets dragged against the edge of the table as she, like, pulls it back. And then she sheaths it again. Uh, this whole time, Randolph's eyes have been progressively getting wider and wider. Looks like a straight up crazy man right now after all this. Like, oh my god. He looks like his token. He's like, <laughs> yeah, but he looks like his token, dude. He's on full Christopher Lloyd mode. Like, absolutely huge eyes, like, mouth all the way back in his chair. Dude. He's yeah. got Thelias's tentacles on either side of his face. Like, the. <laughs> I imagine Dawson probably didn't appreciate that at all either. No, she didn't. Uh, actually, if anybody looked at her, she would have been uh, watching Vipira leave with like, like it's like Sito had like a like a stoic, like clearly mad but like very like controlled and focused st- a stare at Vipira. Daswin would have been like mouth agape and like like abject disgust on her face, just beside herself, like in disbelief that. This person who rescued her is just like, yeah, those men that, like, whether or not Vipira even remembers the connection, were directly under the the charge of Daswin, were pathetic. Sito doesn't look like she's about to invite you all back for a nightcap. Well, I will be at least going into the sewer tomorrow, Sito. I will try and bring Dondon back alive, but who even knows if he will still be alive? By that point, but either way, I'll make sure to stop in and let you know what I discover. Well, if not him, perhaps his captors, or best case scenario, we find this Gildeus that we've been all a buzz about. Well, it would be nice if he somehow was down there, but we need to find him regardless of whatever I discover in that sewer. And Uchid will stand up. I'll see you tomorrow, and he'll turn and start to head out. Rogar, uh, Randolph. Yeah, I, I'll i go with Uhtred. Uh, my eyes 
begin to be normal-sized again, uh, and I quietly leave with my ectoplasm between my legs. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I have, Vipera is waiting in the cart when you guys get out there. I don't say boo. I just hop in the driver's seat and wait for someone to tell me to go. Yeah, Uchid's not going to say anything either, but as he gets into like the ca- the carriage portion, he'll just kind of like pat her gingerly on the back. Like I, I think Uchid fully understands like where she was coming from, given who she is, and the, he just kind of gives her that like pat pat and hops in, doesn't even address it. Yeah, it's kind of like I, I imagine that you know, it's kind of like picking up a kid from a. a from school after they get in trouble or something like that but the parents not actually mad at them all the way it's just more along the lines of just get in the car we'll deal with it later yeah and i think a lot of it too is like what rogar was saying about like it's grief you know it manifests indifferently in everybody it feels hard to be like pissed at vipira for just being really upset that yando died all right so uh you guys take the car back to arcane marks and uh, I'm going to give Nick and Tom a hero point. Nice. Yes. Well earned. Well done. All right, so you arrive back at Arcane Marks and uh, do anything before you turn in for the night? <sighs> nah, I imagine it's a pretty quiet cart ride back. Yeah. Is uh, Bruna in the room? Yeah, she's got the door locked, I think. Yeah. You told her to lock the door. yeah. yeah. I kind of give it like a little secret code knock. Uh, I remember I didn't give her a secret code knock. No, you didn't. So, so. <laughs> so I'm going to be like, yeah, it, it, it's Vipira. I, I, I forgot that I didn't give you a secret knock. <laughs> the door opens and Bruna is standing there, a hammer held back, ready to strike you. And she says, uh, what was inside my smithy that was burning it? It, it, it was a fire elemental. She hits you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Pat on the head by yeah. a hammer. <laughs> yeah, she just kind of like gives you like a little like, like doesn't even like swing it, just kind of like a like a little jab, uh, like in the shoulder. Good, oh, okay. it's you. So Vipira retires to her room. Every uh, the boys retire to the boys' room. Yep. Um, Uhtred's going to even though we didn't discuss it with like anybody he's gonna get up and do like what would be the normal last watch he does oh okay sounds good um all right cool so you guys all go to sleep for the night uh before i go to sleep i'm gonna have like a i'm gonna summon thelias and i'm gonna heal both of us up and uh i'm going to like as we're as we're falling asleep and we're like it's like sleepover style. Like, dude, that was crazy. We were, you know, like just bonding me and him. Yeah. We go in there and then a the, the big vat of ink and the monster comes out. That oh, was crazy. <laughs> you know, just like recounting everything that happened. Yeah. You're like under the blankets with a flashlight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then those specters. What was that? Where did they come from? Randolph, please. It's late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shh. Dismiss the light spell. And, and, then, <laughs> and then there was that goat. What was it? The goats and the woman? Man, we get in so much trouble. This is crazy. I just, he has to tell me twice to be quiet. Randolph, please. <laughs> it's so late. 
Oh, okay, okay. Whoosh. Love you, Elias. You're my best friend. You're my best friend, too. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> nice. On the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Uh-huh. Everybody levels up. Whoa. See ya. Oh, shit. <laughs> see ya. See ya. See ya.